Welcome back to Part of the Grand Design, a Youth for Christ podcast here in southeastern Wisconsin. I'm your host, James Hauser, and with me again is Aiden Buss. Aiden, Ooh, how hello. you doing? I'm doing all right. How yeah. are you doing, James? And joining us today uh, from YFC is Jacqueline Wright. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I had an early morning uh, with a Youth for Christ related meeting, and oh. so I'm, but I'm here, bright eyed, bushy tailed, and Came excited to be on this podcast. All the way out to Burlington to chat with us today. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. Jack has been. Now, how long have you been with Youth for Christ? Well, that's a funny question. <laughs> I first was introduced to Youth for Christ in 2011 as a high school student. Okay. And then um, I have been. I became a volunteer in like 2013 and came on staff in 2014. Wow. So 10 years. Yeah. From the time you were in school till now. Yes. And then eventually you're going to be running the whole operation, I'm guessing, if you keep following this trajectory. Yes. To I its slowly, <laughs> slowly got my eye on Osmar's job. To its inevitable <laughs> conclusion. Okay, well, notice is sent to Osmar, I guess. Well, so we wanted to have you in because you've been, you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, you've been part of Youth for Christ since, as a volunteer since 2013. So tell, tell everybody a little bit about what you do. What's your role within the ministry? So I'm a uh, ministry air director for Milwaukee County. So I oversee whatever YFC ministry is going on in Milwaukee. Um, I specifically am involved with the two schools, uh, Oak Creek High School and Greendale High School. And I run the campus lives there, as well as train volunteers and all the other administrative things that go on behind the scenes with getting the club up and running. Um, yeah. So club is something that you, is, you're talking about the campus life club, mm -hmm. which meets on campus? Yes. Go, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. They you were you were with the first group back on campus, I think. Yes, yeah. After this whole COVID thing, we were able to get back in Oak Creek in March and in Greendale, I want to say end of April. So that was very exciting for us. Um, and just God's hand was in it because I yeah. made a phone call and I was like, hey, any chance we get back on? And they were like, yeah, of course. And within wow. two days, 48 hours, we were back on campus. That's amazing. And so that was a huge praise yeah. the Lord so what, what was it that made you want to get involved with Youth for Christ? You can think back now eight years. I know you had been involved as a student, but lots of students are involved with mm -hmm. the ministries, and they don't all come on and be volunteers and now area directors. So what, what was it that drew you in? Um, my sophomore year of high school, the Lord made it pretty clear that he wanted me to go into ministry, and I wasn't quite sure what that all looked like, but he just kept giving me this um, vision of just a safe place. And so when I got involved with Campus Life, at first I was like, what is this? And my youth pastor was like, this is great. And prior to that, I had kept inviting my friends to church and to youth group, and none of them were interested. Um, They're like, I don't belong in church. It's not for me. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. And so when Campus Life started in my high school, I quickly saw the need for it because we were going to where my lost friends were and bringing Jesus to them. And so within that first year, we grew from like 10 to 50 kids. Wow. It was incredible. And then not only did we grow as a campus life club, but then my friends who before told me a million times no to coming to church, were now involved in my youth group. We're building relationships with my youth leaders. And so that it showed me, that this was an important ministry, it was yeah. a valuable ministry, and it was changing lives. And so after I graduated from high school, went off to Bible school, kind of thought I was going to do world, like, international missions. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, there was something where I'm like, you know, I just, I really miss getting, being involved with campus life. So while I was in college, I became a volunteer. 
And then like my second year of being in college, they were like, hey, like my youth pastor was like, I'm moving on to other things. Do you want to take over this site at Oak Creek? And I was like, uh, sure. Wow. While being a student. Yeah. So without any formal training or anything like that, I became the site director. And then when I graduated um, the following year, then they were like, hey, you want to come on staff? And I was like, yeah, why not? (laughs) Sure. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a really, I know as a sophomore in college, I didn't have room on my plate for anything. So it's really amazing that you're able to take that on and start. Mm-hmm. And then you kept going. You're still going. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, amazing. I tell my students all the time, I have my dream job. Like, <laughs> Oh, fantastic. And I really like what you said about being able to bring friends in that would have never gone to church mm-hmm. with you. And I don't know about what your experience has been, Aiden, as somebody, as a Christian in a public school. I'm sure you've tried inviting friends to youth group. Oh yeah. What is it? Was it about campus life? You think maybe maybe makes that a little bit easier? Um, I think it's just a connection because it's on campus, mm-hmm. and I mean, I invite friends, and they call it the losers club. Like literally, <laughs> I've had friends call it that, but uh-huh. I just keep on inviting them. And yeah. I think like church is like a place where it's like one hundred percent Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. like people don't want to go there, but like with campus life, you have the pizza, you have the games, you have the environment. Not everyone's a Christian. Yeah, it's really cool to get in there, and then you can ex- start to experience Christ in a new way. Yeah, I agree, man. I feel like coming into a church, especially for somebody that's never been, it's not part of their background at all. They didn't, they weren't raised in that environment can be terrifying Oh yeah, right. and intimidating, mm. but going to Mrs. Peterson's classroom after school for some pizza, that's a, that's a bridge I can cross maybe. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, 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 I can check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll go. I yeah. mean, sometimes I walk pizza down the hallway and they just follow me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I'm sure having done this for eight years, you've probably got loads of stories. I'd love to hear about how your ministry has gone over at Oak Creek. So one story, that's probably my favorite story, um, actually started – like my second year of, of doing Youth for Christ. And I had a girl, uh, her name was Abby, and she was like one of my hardcore students. She was there every single week. Um, and we would take prayer requests every week. And she was always, she always had a prayer request for someone. And very often it was for her younger sister. And so we prayed for um, a variety of, you know, she broke her hip at some point. We prayed for that. She was getting bullied. We prayed for that. Um, oh, man. She, you know, was dealing with some pretty serious depression and things like that. We prayed for that. And so for years, I was praying for this younger sister, Ellie, while I had this relationship with Abby. Well, Abby goes off to college and, you know, new students come in. A couple years later, we get a new student that comes in and I introduce her. She fills out the new student card and I look and her last name is the same as Abby's. I'm like, oh, are you Abby's younger sister? Because, you know, her name was Ellie. And she's like, yes. And she hadn't even really thought of campus life like as her sister. She just heard, you know, saw an announcement and thought she would check it out. Yeah. And so she started coming. She told me pretty, pretty straightforward. She's like, yeah, I'm I'm an atheist. I'm not, you know, really involved in that. But Mm -hmm. So every single week she'd do her homework and she'd hang out with friends. But she, as a freshman, caused our our group to grow almost double in size. Now, why is that, you think? She was um, passionate about bringing people in who needed a place to belong. And so she would invite everyone. And we had like a competition, like whoever yeah. brought the most friends got to shave Jeff's beard at the end of the year. <laughs> so there was some incentive. Wow, I would have got in on that myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she, she brought tons and tons of friends. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is amazing that like the Lord is using this girl and she doesn't even know who he is. And yeah. so fast forward, you know, sophomore year, you know, we just continue that relation with her. Well, the end of her sophomore year, 
uh, all of a sudden she was like, Hey, um, I, I want to know a little bit more about like how to have a relationship with Jesus. Mm. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, we can talk about that. And then over the summer, she, she'd mentioned that she wanted a Bible, but couldn't quite, you know, it was like the one she saw at a rummage sale was really expensive. I'm like, well, I'll get you a Bible. So this was after she'd been coming for two years. Coming for two years. The summer after her second year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So she's going into her junior year and I'd actually felt like the Lord told me to make her a student leader, Mm. which normally I wouldn't make a student who's not a believer, a student leader, but I was like, there is some leadership potential. The Lord's doing something here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to obey that. And so she became a student leader, started reading this Bible that I gave her and was like asking me a whole bunch of questions like the night after. And I'm like, this is amazing. What's going on here? Mm -hmm. She started coming to my youth group a month after that. And by February of that school year, she gave her life to the Lord. Oh, amen. And yeah. she has been on fire. Like, <laughs> on fire. So cool. She's, yeah. And so it's just been amazing. Like, this is a girl I've been praying for since she was in, like, fifth or sixth yeah. grade. Yeah. And now here she is, you know, she just graduated from high school this year. And she is, she's, I mean, the Lord's going to do amazing things because he already has done amazing things in her life. The people that she brought mm-hmm. to Campus Life her freshman year mm-hmm. stayed all four years. So I had a huge group of seniors that just graduated this last year because of her. Because of her. Yeah. Who at the time was just trying to build community. Yep. Apart from the fact that it had anything to do with Jesus. Yep. And look what God did. Yeah. <laughs> it's It gives me goosebumps. That stuff gets me pumped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And that's praying for her for about five years. That shows like not to give up in prayer. Seriously, that's so amazing. Yeah, honestly, right? Like how many people, and I know students that have friends that, you know, we talk about bringing friends, inviting friends. Oh, I Mm -hmm. asked them once. Yeah. They didn't want to do it. Okay. Well, have you prayed for them? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And just like the power of praying and praying and praying for people that you know, sisters, friends, Mm -hmm. anybody that... Like, no one's a lost cause. No one. Right? Yeah. Oh, this person's never going to come. So I'm not going to pray. Yeah. I mean, Aiden, as somebody that you said have has invited friends that have called it the Losers yeah. Club and all that, right? Like, what does the story like this say to you? Say never give up in prayer. Like, the more you pray, the more the Holy Spirit is, like, opening their mind to the truth. And, like, that's just amazing for me. Like, so I'm just going to, like, keep on praying and keep on inviting them and like they could call it the losers club all they want, but I feel like some someday they'll yeah. walk in they'll walk in Miss Peterson's classroom. And yeah, have a great time. Yeah, man, because it's not it's not us, right? It's not us that changes hearts, right? Like, right. God is the one that takes hearts of stone and turns them into hearts of flesh, right? right? It's the yeah. Holy Spirit that does that work, totally. and I know, even as somebody that's been in youth ministry for thirteen years, I still beat myself up sometimes about not being able to change somebody's heart. Mm. Right. Yeah. And like, I have to constantly remind myself that like, I just have to be faithful to invite faithful to reach out, faithful to pray for people. And then ultimately it's God that's going to do that. Yeah. What a great example. Another thing that I think this illustrates is just how, I mean, I know Gen Z is the first generation to grow up or has not had any part of their life where the internet hasn't existed, right? I mean, yeah. talking about oh my gosh. kids born in 1995 till 2010 mm-hmm. is Gen Z. It's okay. Good. So the internet's been there their, their entire lives. Even millennials grew up in the 80s mm-hmm. and didn't have it, right? There's not a waking moment seemingly in their lives where they're not connected in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form, right? Yet, 
loneliness and depression <laughs> are running rampant in this generation. Yeah. Compared, and it's just like it's not it's not curving at all. The if you look at the stats, it just cl- it's climbing and climbing yeah. and climbing and climbing. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. like the 100%. the reports of the number of students that have had a depressive episode in the last year. It's crazy. And so when you see somebody, and I'm sorry, what was her name again? Ellie. Ellie. When you see Ellie, an atheist, someone who is coming to this group that's, you know, centered around Jesus, but doesn't really want anything to do with that. But what is she starved for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Connection, community, right? That's what she was trying to build. Yeah. Before anything. Yep. That's something that campus life, I feel like, can provide, like, before it ever even turns into spiritual inquisitiveness mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. Right? I mean, what do you think? No, yeah, I, I agree with that because I think we are a unique club in the sense that we can offer this idea of belonging mm-hmm. to anyone, mm-hmm. whether the student is the most popular kid on school or the kid that's getting made fun of left and right. right. We can offer this sense of you belong here. Yeah. And um, we foster relationships with these students that – helps get that message across to them over and over again. You belong here. You are important. You, there is hope. You have value mm-hmm. before they even know the, the God behind that message. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I think there is something really important about this idea of community, this idea of having a place where you can say, oh, yeah, I, I belong there. I, people know me, and they want me there. And it doesn't, I don't have to be super smart. I don't have to be super athletic or I don't have to be anything that I'm not. I can mm-hmm. just be. Yeah, that's, that's so valuable. And even though they're so connected, they're not at the same time. Yeah. And they don't feel comfortable oftentimes being themselves or belonging anywhere, just like you said. So that's mm-hmm. just huge. Just that, that in and of itself. Yeah. And, and I don't know, Aiden, what, what you think from, I mean, being someone that, what year were you born? 2005. Okay, so I knew you were 16, but I was like trying to do the math, yeah. and I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so I thought I would just ask, so I could avoid yeah, any yeah, math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a desire to never do math again in my entire oh my life. Gosh, I, my previous yeah. life, I was in banking, and now like my all day was math. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the day awful. I, the day I shredded my tie, <laughs> I said, no more math. No more math. <laughs> uh, so all right, so someone who was born in 2005, so squarely in Gen Z. Do you feel like students in your generation are starving for any kind of like community and connection and all of that? Yes, 100%. I'm not someone that really grew up on technology. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was a season in my life where I was really like hooked on video games, but like now I spend like no time on electronics. Like I'm even fasting right now. And um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I like how you were saying like you don't need a talent like for acapella, you need to sing. For football, you need to play football. And for, like, juggling club, you need to juggle. But, like, for campus life, you don't need any talent. Like, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I think that that forms the perfect community, like you were saying, and I love that. Yeah, yeah we're look, we're never going to compete, and we shouldn't be competing from an entertainment standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, it should be fun. We yeah. should get together and have fun, yeah. right? And yeah. so that's fine. But, like, if we're trying to compete with, like, all the entertainment options and things that students have, there's, there's just no way we're going to win. We're never going to win. Yeah. And when I say we, I mean campus life, the church, but 
where we crush, where we have what no place else can offer is in the realm of not entertainment, but we kill it in purpose mm-hmm. and meaning yeah. and joy yeah. and peace and all of that stuff, right? So true. All those things that students, it seems like in this generation, don't have. Mm -hmm. They don't understand, apart from Christ, what is their meaning in in the world? What is their purpose? Why don't I have joy? Why don't I have connection? I recently uh, heard about a book, I think. I wish I could quote which one it was, but they said there's three big questions that every teenager asks. Mm -hmm. Um, Who am I? Where do I fit in and what difference do I make? And I think students who go to Campus Life can find answers to all three of those questions. So true, yeah. Yeah. Wow. You said it was who am I? Where do I fit in? Where do I fit in? And what difference do I make? And what difference do I make? That's huge. I feel like students in this generation, especially in that third one, are so have, have a mind and a heart bent towards making a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Like they, they're stressing out about things that my generation never did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you recycle that? <laughs> did you, <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> uh, not just that, but like racism, sexism, climate change, all, all, yeah. all the, they, the, they like, they're like bearing the weight of it. Yeah. In ways that we never did. No, they want to be world changers in ways that millennials never even thought twice about. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> like even now, mm-hmm. um, my friend and I are working on changing the mascot of our school because it's a demon and you know, that's not very Christ-like. So like, even <laughs> small things like that, like yeah. we're all focused on it. That's yeah. great. Have, do you have any ideas for what the new mascot could be? Oh boy. We were talking about this last night at youth group. We were oh, joking okay. around. It'd be like Burlington butterflies, but <laughs> like, Burlington buddies. But, no. So um, the Burlington buddies, what yeah. would the logo be? Just like just, two people with their arms yeah, around each other. We so I'm like, I'm like, I can imagine us like as heroes, just like walking away from a sunset, and they're like, that can be the mascot. Oh. <laughs> no, but so we are the black and orange demons. That's and we right. Think when we could do um, Burlington Bengals, Burlington, Ooh, Bengals, Burlington Bengals. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. so the color scheme fits exactly, yeah. and wouldn't have to like cost a lot of money to repaint the whole building. So that's mm-hmm. not no, fit. and that's the easiest way to sell this to anybody is. What's it going to cost? Yes, yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But yeah, that, so you would agree that people of your generation are very focused on what difference can they make? Yeah. yeah. Even if it's something small, they're like hooked on it. Mm-hmm. Purpose and meaning is, I think, two of the most valuable things that someone can discover about themselves. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think you can answer question three of what difference can I make until you understand your purpose and what meaning there is to your life or existence yeah. at all, right. right? Yeah. And so I think to say there's a place where you can go on campus to learn juggling, that's cool, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, yeah. Does your school have a juggling club? No. We no, do, we Burlington. Don't. We have yeah. a comic book club. Uh, oh. That's like an cool. anime club? Well, yeah. I was just about to talk some smack about how much better we were. <laughs> Sorry. And then you just, that's better than juggling club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. I didn't even know there's right? such a thing as juggling club. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I've seen right. some of, I, when we got out of campus life, we walked past Jungling Club yeah. and I've seen some of the stuff they're doing and it is pretty cool. Oh. Things that I would never be able to do. Yeah. And it's robustly attended. There's Gosh, like yeah. a lot of people in Juggling Club. Okay. It's yeah. weird. It's Which you really wouldn't weird. think. Yeah. yeah. Really popular. All right. I but, have no hand-eye <laughs> coordination, so I'm always like, wow. Like, I'm impressed by it. If you can do two yeah. bowls, I'm impressed. Honestly, <laughs> I can't juggle one. Without Trump, <laughs> throw it up in the air; it's going to hit the ground. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, like, there's so this place you can go after school 
to learn how to juggle. That's cool. I'm not demeaning it. Mm-hmm. There's a place you can go and learn to be a better basketball player, right? That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's I know my girls are involved in dance, show choir, mm-hmm. and all of those sports and all that stuff is valuable. I'm not demeaning it in any way. You learn way more than just how to dance, how to play basketball. You talk about teamwork, determination, perseverance, all of those things I learned through sports and I played sports too. But to also say there's somewhere on campus where you can go and learn what your purpose is and what the meaning of life is. Mm-hmm. It's big. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize that. Yeah, because that's that takes you out like far beyond those four years that you're in high school. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that can change the rest yeah. of your life if you understand. Yeah. Yeah. And like we learned in science class that like evolution happened, you know, mm-hmm. Big Bang, there's no God. And, like, Bruinton High School is so focused on that. Like, there's no God. You know, we don't teach anything about God. And then you go into a building that's in the school teaching about God. And it's like, you realize the truth. And it's so, so big. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the, the messaging that, that and the influences that are out there are, it's important that, that the alternative has a voice, mm-hmm. right? In, in the school and not just, I wouldn't even, I shouldn't call it the alternative, but mm-hmm. the truth mm-hmm. has a voice yeah. <laughs> in, in school. And so that, that in and of itself uh, is amazing that God has worked to allow us access to mm-hmm. campus because, uh, yeah, Aiden, you're right. The, the message that's being taught to students is, is not good. Yeah. Looking forward. So you've been doing this for eight years, mm-hmm. right? Looking forward even to this year, the years that come, what's your, what's your vision for, for Oak Creek, for campus life? What do you want to see God do? What are you praying that God will do through that group? I was just talking to someone about that this morning because uh, I was talking about, you know, this year is kind of a reset year. We just had a ton of seniors that just graduated, so we're, like, starting small and building up again. And I'm like, I don't want to build the numbers just so we can say we have a lot of kids coming. Yeah. I want to build a number because every single number represents a kids that gets a message of hope. Mm-hmm. And so just over this next year, just hoping to grow again. But long-term, one vision that the Lord brought to mind last year was just this idea of um, having a mentoring aspect um, to campus life that's like its own thing. So um, having something outside of club that students can go to and meet up with other adults who want to pour into their life and teach them whatever skills. You know, last year I did this on a very small scale and it wasn't even something I initiated, but it was uh, a volunteer for my uh, church who makes cookies for us every single week. She hosted a craft night for us. And one of the girls loved making jewelry. And that's what this person's specialty was, was making jewelry. And so a couple months later, the woman came to me and was like, hey, do you think that that student would be interested in like meeting with me regularly to learn about making jewelry? And I was like, I can ask her. And she was like thrilled. So the two of them got together every single Tuesday last year. That's great. And learned how to make jewelry. And so um, I want to do that on a larger scale um, because through that, I think students can see what it looks like to have a relationship with the Lord lived out through so many different people because my walk with the Lord is going to look different than yours. Mm -hmm. It's going to look different than yours. Mm -hmm. And so for students to see a lot of different adults and to connect with maybe one in particular where it's like you and that person are bonding and you're getting to watch very closely. What does their relationship with the Lord look like? How's that lived out and build that mentoring relationships? Because 
majority of my students don't come from two-person families, uh, two-parent homes. Mm-hmm. Um, they most definitely don't have a lot of different adults that are pouring into them, especially mm-hmm. those that are not church, which is you know who Campus Life focuses on. Mm-hmm. And there's some things, uh, statistics about how if a student has five adults that are pouring into their life, um, it makes a huge difference in their faith walk. And so that's uh, kind of my big vision for that's the future awesome. of Milwaukee Campus Life that's Ministry. Awesome. That's awesome. We talked about that in Campus Life this yeah. last year. This the five adults, yeah, this right? And we we even asked the students. We we're like, identify five people in your life that you could go to, right? right. That you could be yeah, like, I remember that. I, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And man, adult mentorship outside of just having your youth pastor mm-hmm. or you know a teacher or a campus life leader, like getting integrated into the intergenerational community, all kinds of ages, older people, younger people, right? And plugging in and doing life with people. Man, that's that's the way youth ministry should be happening. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Campus Life is, is really good at being there right after school, but getting a lot of adults to be able to be involved in that is really hard because most adults right. don't have a flexible schedule. Most people are working the nine-to-five job, and yeah. so – um, trying to find volunteers is like searching for a wild cat. <laughs> you don't tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I need awesome adults that love kids and that are available from two forty-five. In the afternoon exactly. Exactly. To like you wouldn't think that's hard, but oh yeah. man, yeah. No, I can tell you from experience, it's almost <laughs> impossible. Yeah. Right. Man, I've been running our campus life by myself, right, for three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we might have a new leader join us this year, but it's it's. It's hard. Yeah. And I think the more ways we can find that, find students to connect with other people and in line with their passions, their skills, like you talked about, right? Yeah. The things that they're good at, but whether it's making jewelry or uh, like you were talking about earlier today, building Legos or, you right. know, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, something you and I both love doing, yeah. uh, you know, whatever it is. And, and, and just involving more life coaching in general, I think is good, right? Like finding out what kids are good at, finding out what their passions are, not necessarily just pushing them into a four-year school yeah. and, 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 or showing them all their other paths, connecting them with other people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we should be helping these kids do life. Yeah. And so I love that. I'd say keep running hard down yeah. that, yeah. down that lane. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, I'm, I'm thrilled that you came out to join us today. Um, can we pray for you and your ministry? Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to pray for Jackie and her ministry and then, um, and then we're going to sign off. So, Aiden, you want to start and I'll close? Yeah, I'd love to. God, thank you so much for this time that we have to come together and just have some really fruitful conversations. God, I just pray for Jackie and I just pray that you bless her, God. And I just pray, um, for all the students that she's influencing, God, that they just grow up to be such amazing people. Yeah, Lord, we just bless the preparation, that the work, everything that she's put in, God, that that what she's doing is is in line with your will, Lord. All she wants to do is be faithful to follow uh, where you are guiding her, Lord. So I just pray that the, the right doors would open and the right paths would be cleared, that this vision that you've given her for her ministry uh, would bear fruit, Lord. And then I pray that the students would see the vision, Lord, and, and be blessed through the work 
that's happening in Oak Creek, Lord. And I don't ask that you bring all of the students. I ask you bring the right students that yeah. need to be there, God, uh, this year and the years that follow. And we thank you for Jackie and her faithfulness in Oak Creek, Lord. Thank we you. love you. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Thank Thanks for having me Of on. course. Keep doing your thing out in Oak Creek. And uh, we will see you guys the next time we have part of the grand design. 